to the Healthy Tips Podcast, produced by the Better Living Institute and sponsored by AppJudo for your software needs, BulletPad for writing lists on your iPad, and also sponsored by our listeners. That's folks like you. We're Kira and Bill Van Ittersom, and today we're going to be talking about Dr. Amen's Nutrition for a Healthy Brain. We will talk specifically about seven simple brain-promoting nutritional tips. And these are from Dr. Amen's book, Making a Good Brain Great, the Amen Clinic Program for Achieving and Sustaining Optimal Mental Performance. It was copyrighted in 2006 and published by Harmony Publishers. Now you can go online, just search in your Google for seven simple brain-promoting nutritional tips. You don't really even need to include Dr. Amen's name, it'll pop up and you'll be able to read it on several different websites. It's really a great article and probably a great thing to print out as well. So the seven-step plan, as he calls it. Step one of the seven-step plan is to increase your water intake. He feels that's one of the most important steps. He says your brain is 80% water. So even a slight dehydration can raise your stress hormones. Dr. Amen suggests to drink at least 84 ounces of water a day, and that would be like seven 12-ounce glasses. He suggests unpolluted water. (laughs) His pollution definition is sugar, caffeine, alcohol, or artificial sweeteners. Kind of a tongue-in-cheek there, I think. (laughs) Well, he does actually allow you to have some herbal teas like raspberry tea and strawberry tea and green tea. And I was glad to see that because that's like our favorite mixture. We usually do a lot of green tea with the strawberry tea in it. So that's perfect for us. One of the things that's interesting about this water thing, water, as we know, is really good for the entire body, not just the brain. But to really think about the brain being 80% water, I never really thought of it that way. I've noticed myself when I'm down, if I do have some water, that it will make me feel better. It probably has a lot to do with the mood that you're creating. Step two, he says, is to reduce calorie intake. Well, that again is almost a no-brainer, but it's more easily said than it is done. He uses the acronym CRON, C-R-O-N, for Calorie Restriction with Optimal Nutrition. So what he means by that is make every calorie count. (laughs) You know, don't eat a great deal, but whatever you eat, make sure that it's nutritional. Dump the marshmallow calories. Now, what does that mean? It means you're eating marshmallows? Well, Kira and I were at the store yesterday, and I was down in the cereal aisle to get a new box of Quaker Oats. We do like to have oatmeal in the morning, and this is not the prefabricated oatmeal with all the sugars and cream and dried mixtures in it. It's just a plain old, ordinary, steel-cut oats. And across the aisle was the Lucky Charms. (laughs) I was reminded that that's almost 100% marshmallows cut up into little tiny shapes. And as I recall, that's one of the cereals that we don't allow the grandchildren to have that often because it's just candy, basically. They're eating candy. So when he says the marshmallow calories, (laughs) we're talking about sugar in all its forms in a refined state. Soda pop, candy, over-sweetened coffee and tea, and certainly over-sweetened carbohydrates like cakes and pies and things of that nature. 
Well, donuts. The others... <laughs> donuts. <laughs> now, here's the other one that people don't typically think about when they think about sugar, but also refined carbohydrates. And this is any refined product, whether it's bread, pasta, as Bill mentioned, the cakes and the pies. Anything that's made with a refined product that is not a whole food, it's going to break down into sugar quite readily in your body. So you may as well just eat the sugar. It's really pretty much the same thing. So he's saying stay away from those as well. He says that if you can follow this Cron program, calorie restriction with optimal nutrition does help decrease your weight. Decreasing your weight helps decrease the risk for heart disease, stroke, diabetes, and cancer, just to name a few. Reducing weight also helps to trigger factors in the body that will increase nerve growth. I didn't know that, but that was pretty interesting. Yes, it is. And it's interesting how some of these diseases, like the diabetes, of course, cancer, these are extremely damaging to the body and particularly to the nerve area. It is important to take the weight off. And also you're eliminating an awful lot of the fat that's flowing through your bloodstream as well. Step three is to eat fish and or take fish oil supplements. Kira and I are not really big fish eaters. I used to love to eat fresh fish that was freshly caught when I was on summer vacation with my parents. And that was many, many, many years ago. But in the recent present, we do take fish oil capsules. These are soft gels primarily. We take them about three times a day. The fish oil capsules are a really great substitute for eating fish if that's not part of your program or part of your diet. If you are going to eat the fish, try to eat the fish that does have more fat in it. So like fresh caught Alaskan salmon or codfish or something along that lines. What we're looking for is the DHA, which is an omega-3 fatty acid. And it's prevalent in the fish flesh and in the fish oil. We've covered this subject in other podcasts as well. And omega fatty acids are very important. What we generally find, though, is that there's a prevalence of omega-6 fatty acids, which are in other foods besides the fish. But this is the omega-3 fatty acid that we're talking about in the fish, the DHA, that's so important. And if we have an imbalance and we have too much of the omega-6s, that's not good for the body either. Yeah, it's really great to take some fish oil. It makes me feel better. It kind of lubricates my joints. It makes me feel, it gives me a better outlook. My mood is greatly increased by taking this. I've noticed that. And Dr. Amen, being the brain doctor, makes a point of letting us know that a large portion of the brain's gray matter is omega-3 fatty acid. The brain's gray matter is composed of the brain's neuron cell bodies. So this is the main structural portion of the brain. It's why we want to feed it so much. <laughs> right. This is where all the communication is taking place. DHA is also readily found in your eyes, in the retina. That's the light-sensitive surface of the eye, the inner surface at the back of your eye where the cornea and the lens focus their pictures. That's the retina, and it is composed of DHA. And I've already mentioned that DHA also promotes healthy emotional balance and a positive mood, and I think it's really true. We need to take a break for a moment to thank a sponsor. This segment of our program is sponsored by App Judo, your complete web and mobile application development service. The Japanese word judo means the gentle way. The martial art of judo got this name because it signifies maximum efficiency and mutual welfare and benefit. 
AppJudo follows these same principles in all its software development projects, using the best technologies and computer science principles to serve clients' needs elegantly and intelligently. AppJudo prides itself on building attractive and intuitive user interfaces that your customers will easily understand and love to use. Whether you want to design and build a new app or refactor and redesign an existing app, AppJudo can help make your project a success. Visit AppJudo today at www.appjudo.com. Step number four is antioxidants. Now, we hear that word a lot in today's food culture. What is an antioxidant and what is it good for? When the cells convert oxygen into energy, tiny little molecules are formed, and these are called free radicals. So when I was doing this research, I was surprised to find out that free radicals are made all the time, every second, and that they are a normal function of the body. I had at one time thought of free radicals as being extremely harmful all the time, anytime, but it is a natural function of the body's processes, cells turning oxygen into energy. Where the problem comes in is when cells are forced to work too hard or some other toxicity problem is happening in your body and cells, again, are working too hard, they are overly creating free radicals. Free radicals by themselves are actually a handy thing, and they will help to reduce and remove toxins from the body. I thought that was interesting, too. That's something I hadn't really known up until now. We always hear about free radicals as being something damaging. But yes, they actually help the body. That's an interesting perspective. It's only when they get produced in extreme numbers that they become a toxic force in and of themselves. And then at that point, they can harm cells. They can help degenerate cells. Then, as an extension, degenerate the muscle tissue that the cells form together to make. I think a great deal of this is due to the fact that we eat such lousy diets in this country. And as you age, your body also doesn't function quite as well. So yes, it does become a problem. So the helpful items to consume are vitamins E, vitamin C, and beta carotene. And if you've been listening to our Healthy Tips podcast, you know how crazy that we are about vitamin C. (laughs) So (laughs) it is a wonder drug, that is for sure. The products that you can eat that contain a lot of those are blueberries, raspberries, blackberries, cranberries, strawberries, spinach, plums, red grapes. And of course, that's part of that joke that you could take your red grapes in the form of wine. (laughs) I don't know if if wine is really a great antioxidant, but that's how people joke about it. You can also do things like cherries and oranges, kiwis. And avocados. Avocados is a really good thing to have. It's really good for the body. Red bell peppers. He also mentions broccoli and, of course, beets and Brussels sprouts. All of these things are really good. And the nice thing about these things is that they're not the really high-calorie fruits and vegetables that you would get if you ate the high-glycemic value products. So he's trying to steer us in the direction of very healthy foods that are really packed with vitamins and minerals that don't have a high-calorie content. But we still have to limit our quantity of these things. Kira and I have been incorporating beets into our vegetable drinks We did start off with the green drinks. This is, of course, with kale and peppers and many other things, which does create the green. 
But a friend of ours told us about using beets and that it would actually naturally sweeten the drink and put some additional flavor into it. So reluctantly, we got some beets from the vegetable store and you (laughs) wash them really, really well because they're right from the dirt, cut the tops and the bottoms and then just slice them up so that they'll go into the machine and voila. Now our drinks are actually burgundy in color, (laughs) so they're no longer green drinks. And by gosh, it does do everything our friend says. It adds quite a lot to our drink. Not only is it tasty, but beets are just amazingly good for the body. Very good for your blood and for cleansing the liver. And it's just a wonderful product to drink. So that turned out to be an easy way to consume beets. Right. My parents used to eat the pickled ones, and I never liked those. I never had a very good experience with beets growing up. So step five is to have a balanced meal plan. And by balanced, he means good proteins, good fats, and good carbohydrates. And usually at every meal. He would like to see people have protein at every meal. He says that it balances the blood sugar levels and it limits the fast absorption of carbohydrates. Right. It also prevents things like brain fog and food coma. Protein is really needed to build new cells in the body. We just don't want to overdo it. We want to have everything, as he says, in balance. He suggests some sample diet plans. He calls the zone a good plan. That's by Barry Sears. Sugar Busters by H. Layton Stewart. He also likes the South Beach diet, which is by cardiologist author Agatston. Also, the Powerful Foods for Powerful Minds by Renee Thomas. He very much thinks that balance is the approach. And so he talks about it a lot. He talks about it on some of his shows. We've heard him talk about it on some of the PBS specials that he does, sometimes along with his wife. Yes, they do work together quite well. And if you notice what they look like, that's <laughs> I always feel like, wow, you know, I want to learn what they know because they do look really good. They not only look thin and trim, they look healthy. They both have an actual glow about them if you've ever looked at them. So I do think it's really wonderful. They also have an energy about them that's really addictive. One of the things that he mentions here in this article is the top 24 healthy foods to eat. And And, and this is step six. So if you actually don't know, yeah, if you don't know what to eat, he actually lays it all out for you. Here, here are some things that would be great for you to eat. He mentions these are from Superfoods Rx by Stephen Pratt and Kathy Matthews. They list 14 top food groups that are healthy, what he feels are reasonable in calories. But Dr. Amen has added 10 more to this list. So the first thing he says is, eat from the rainbow. So he wants you to eat red things. These are things like strawberries, raspberries, cherries, red peppers, and tomatoes. Yellow things, squash, yellow peppers, And small portions of bananas and peaches. Blue things like blueberries, which are amazingly good for you. Purple things, plums. Orange things, oranges, tangerines and yams. Green things like green peas and spinach and broccoli. And kale. I I added that one. (laughs) Uh, That's one of my favorites. Also on the list of 24, he incorporates lean protein, complex carbohydrates, fats, and liquids. 
Find the complete list by searching for seven simple brain promoting nutritional tips. And Bill's already given you that tip earlier in the podcast. But look that up online and you'll see several different sites that are posting that. And it's in its entirety. So if you print it out, you'll have the full list of 24. Right. It's just far too much for us to list. You'd get bored by the time we got to the end of it. We're going to take a break here for a moment to thank a sponsor. This segment of our podcast is sponsored by BulletPad, the fun and intuitive app for writing outlines and organizing your thoughts on your iPad. With BulletPad, you can quickly create a hierarchical list of bullet points, giving structure to your great ideas. BulletPad is a great tool for writers and thinkers, featuring a simple but powerful toolbar above the keyboard to help you navigate your text with arrow keys and to change the indent of your bullet points. Use drag and drop to move your bullet points anywhere in the list. Use the zoom in feature to drill down on any section of your list or use zoom out to get the big picture view. BulletPad is available now for free. Just go to the App Store on your iPad and search for bullet pad. So the last step, step seven, is to plan your snacks. Dr. Amen is a very busy fellow, and he likes to keep his energy level up all day. Plus, he travels a lot, and he does a lot of speaking engagements as well. So he has to plan ahead. Otherwise, he'll do what millions and millions of other Americans have done, which is go to a vending machine and grab some candy or grab some donuts in a package or do some other crazy things that won't help his energy level and won't help his waistline. So he feels that snacking to him is grazing and it's good for him all day. So it's good for us. It's good for Kira and I. It is. And you know, when we're out, we're very busy also. And we sometimes save all of our shopping for like one trip because we're just so busy with all the things we're doing. And I think most people are these days. What we find is that when we get out there shopping, we get hungry halfway through all of our little errands. And if we haven't taken something healthy along, you know, you do have a tendency to just grab whatever you can find. Not the healthiest thing, not the healthiest idea. Well, we're so surrounded by food today. It is not easy to maintain a really healthy living style. You could stop at fast food and it is so, so easy to do. And it's very inexpensive, comparatively speaking. Unfortunately, it's not a very healthy food. (laughs) So it's not going to help you. He wants to remind us, even in snacking, to balance. Balance your carbohydrates, your proteins, and your fats. The things that he uses are things like dried fruits and vegetables without any preservatives, just natural things. And you can use your dehydrator to dry things if you want to. You can get them also from a company called Just Tomatoes of Walnut, California. And that sounds kind of interesting. I haven't experienced their food yet, but I found it intriguing. (laughs) He says their website is www.justtomatoesaltogether.com. And that they will supply you with dried fruits, dried vegetables that have no preservatives. Because what you find in the store oftentimes does have preservatives in its packaged state. Now, we haven't done a thorough search. There may be other companies as well as that, but that's the one he likes. He also adds some nuts and some low-fat string cheese to the mix. And then when he's out, he has a nice balanced little bag of goodies. And he's got his protein. But he's got his carbohydrates, and he's got a way to give him even energy levels all day. He doesn't spike his blood sugar, and he doesn't pop his waistline. 
win-win. <laughs> so as we're winding down here, we just want to mention that Bill and I have found that eating healthy has its own benefits. It's kind of like the old computer slogan, garbage in equals garbage out. This is really important advice for all of your organs, most especially for your brain. So maintaining healthy weight, it's not easy in our culture. We've already said that, but it is a key factor for longevity. And you do want to hang around a long time for your grandkids and maybe even your great grandkids, don't you? Yeah, and you don't want to be sick as you're hanging around. You want to feel good and have energy and vitality and be able to really be a part of life. It's a lot easier to keep your weight normal than it is to remove the pounds after you got heavy. And I speak from experience there. (laughs) We are both removing weight right now, and we're finding it to be a challenge. And we're also finding that, and I'm going to leave you with, there are three tips that Kira and I have both found that are so important for maintaining a healthy weight and especially taking weight off. The first is... Easy does it. Remember that just a pound lost per week is still 52 pounds a year. It took you quite a long time to put the weight on. You don't have to be in a hurry to take it off. The second tip is don't get discouraged. Be willing to see this through as a life goal. It's not a sprint. It's a long marathon. (laughs) And when you fall off the wagon, so to speak, (laughs) or you do something that maybe isn't so healthy, start over again. Just start over and start over and start over as many times as it takes to achieve your goal. That's how we do it. And so far, I've lost about 35 pounds. Bill's working on it as well. So I feel like we're on the right track. And what's really wonderful is that over and over again, I'm finding the same information that seems to be working for me. It seems to be what's being recommended. These are things that I've sort of found on my own by trial and error. And as I'm reading, I'm finding book after book after book that confirms what I'm doing, that this is really the right way to go. So, Bill, I think that's our show today. Bill and I want to thank you for being with us. You can subscribe to our show by going to the iTunes podcast and just look for the Better Living Institute Healthy Tips podcast. Or you can also find us on the web at www.betterlivinginstitute.com. And there you'll find all of our podcasts, articles, and products. And if you enjoyed today's podcast, we hope that you'll share it with your friends and family. Thanks again for being with us and please join us again next week. For the Better Living Institute, this is Kira and Bill Van Ittersom. So long for now, everyone.